one of the most common issues moms have, whether you stay home or you work outside of the home, no matter how many kids you have, carving out that time for yourself can seem impossible. And logistically, it probably is simply not there. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. That time genuinely might not be there because of the logistics of your life, running kids here and there, going to work, doing errands, you know, taking care of the home. We have a lot on our plates. So logistically, it really might not be there, but it is still possible to prioritize yourself and your health when everyone and everything else feels like it comes first. Yes, it is possible. So let's dive in to how. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get consistent and finally lose that weight and you're not afraid of a little tough love. You know what to do to lose weight, but following through on those things feels impossible. You wish you could just feel like your strong, confident self again and want to be a good example for your little ones, but you get thrown off by mom guilt and the unpredictability of motherhood. It's frustrating. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. Hey, I'm Liz and I've been where you are. I gained a lot of weight in my pregnancies. 90 pounds and then 60 pounds. I needed to lose that weight to take control of my health and honestly just wanted to feel like myself again. With a sustainable approach to weight loss, simple consistency, and working on my mindset, I lost it all in just over a year both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. I believe that we have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen, and do it in a way that awes the world. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, create solid routine and healthy habits, and finally feel your best inside and out, all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. We're about to transform your journey, my friend. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. Okay, I know you're feeling overwhelmed and a bit exasperated, especially when the messaging out there is, if you care, you'll make time. Just do 30 minutes at home. You know, you're, you're being told left and right that, you don't care because you're not making the time when really there might not be time. I know you do care. That's why you listen. And maybe you don't have a straight 30 minute block. So thanks, but that doesn't help, right? That's why having one starting point is key. These habits that can become your starting point and your stepping stones are things that you already do or small shifts that you need to make. Like being more intentional when you're snacking between breakfast and lunch or after the kids go to bed. It might be in the fitness realm. Maybe it's working out a consistent number of days a week or a certain time of day consistently at a certain number of days. So they're simple, simple things, but we just have to focus in on them a little bit more to make it doable. It's not adding in meal prep and working out and getting up earlier all at once, because when you do that, you fall off. It's one thing, a starting point is one thing that you need to and can focus on right now, despite how crazy your schedule is. And I know you're listening to this episode because you're like, man, I don't have time to carve out for myself, but I want to, and I want to figure out how. Truly a starting point is the way to go. And the only time commitment you need to figure out what your starting point is, is 40 minutes with me to dig into where you're at right now so we can figure out what's off, where that disconnect is. We'll uncover your unique starting point, and I'm going to help you with accountability to follow through consistently for two weeks on that starting point. So 
go to the toughlovemom.com backslash coaching to book your session. Again, 40 minutes with me and you're like, Liz, I don't even have 30 to work out right now. That's okay. If your kids are running around, if you need to get them outside and sit on the back porch with them, we'll we chat for 40 minutes. Let's do that. We will make it work because I want it to work for you. I want you to start the new year a step above where you're at right now. So you're not starting at square one. You're not starting from scratch. I want you to have some, some of those starting points secured under your belt and ready to go confident into the new year. So toughlovemom.com backslash coaching to book your session with me and man, what it will do for you going into the new year for your confidence, for your just stability in your journey, building it on a solid foundation instead of on stand, trying to make too much change at once you are going to be off on the right track. So let's get going with your starting point session. All right. When moms are joining the Tough Love Mom Squad, they answer a few questions. The, and the most common issue that I hear come up in those answers that moms answer joining the Tough Love Mom Squad is finding time or feeling like you're the last one on the list of priorities. Like all of the other people in your family, the to-do list items on your to-do list come before you in time for yourself. And man alive, can I relate to that? So usually I record, I'm just going to give you a a picture of what my day-to-day life looks like right now. I'm really good for this podcast on recording ahead of time. I usually record a couple weeks ahead of time, so I don't feel like rushed. I don't feel like I'm being last minute. I don't, you know, things don't fall off. I like to stay on top of things. And um, I'm recording this on Wednesday, the afternoon before it goes live, which is not my norm. This is not what I do. And it's because this move, and I don't blame other things. I'm not trying to point fingers, but I'm still catching up um, from this move. Like my brain, my routine, my ability to prioritize myself and my own health is catching up with everything else that has been on my plate, dealing with moving, helping my family get settled, um, helping my kids adjust, adjusting my own self. (laughs) You know, all of that has been difficult and a lot of work. And so my ability to prioritize my passions, my callings, which is this, the podcast serving you, and honestly, my own workouts has taken a backseat. Not a backseat to the point where I'm not showing up at all, but a backseat in the sense that I'm not able to put it at the forefront of my routine like I usually do. Uh, especially because my kids have been waking up at like five o'clock in the morning, even before daylight savings. I don't know what's going on, but uh, this mama needs some help (laughs) on that front right now. Nonetheless, for me even, I have had trouble lately prioritizing myself, my own workouts, and that time carved out each day. I usually would wake up before we moved. I'd wake up early in the morning, get it done, and then get my kids up and going for the day. Simple. It worked. And now we're here trying to adjust to the time zones. We are, I'm just setting up the gym today. We've been here for over a month now and I'm just getting my garage gym set up. I've been able to go to a local studio and work out a couple days a week. I've been doing body weight workouts when I get the chance. And then honestly, walking and running, I'm used to working out six days a week. In this season, my ability to prioritize my own health has only been four, maybe five days a week if I'm lucky. And it has been really light exercise. So when I work out intensely, I'm sore. And it's definitely taken a step back. So this episode might just be me preaching myself, but I'm in the thick of it right now, man, right alongside you. So I just want to encourage you that everyone goes through seasons and it's really normal for 
those two impact your ability to prioritize your own health the way you used to. And it might not look like the way you used to do it, but there's still a way to figure out, okay, how can I make it work in this season? How can I make it work with these circumstances in front of me right now? And just give yourself grace. That's what it means to give yourself grace in doing that is taking a step back and looking at how do my priorities fall right now? Are they a little different than they usually are? And how can I respond to that instead of just reacting and being frustrated that I can't work out, frustrated that I can't cook as often as I wanted to, frustrated that my kids are waking up so early so I have no time to myself in the morning before they get up. Instead of reacting emotionally and just with this reaction that is uncontrolled, let's respond. Let's take a step back, look at our priorities and figure out how can I still make this work in a way that is conducive to the circumstances we're in right now? Because I can't control them. We're not in control of a lot, let's be honest. So I'm in the thick of it with you and I wanna teach you today three things you can do when your reality is, I don't have time for myself. Everyone else is coming before me. I'm not gonna discount that feeling I feel it right now too. So I get it. And these are three things I'm trying to implement right alongside you, but I do want to help equip you so you don't stay stuck because there's no point in staying stuck. And I personally cannot let that happen to you because that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm called to is to not let you stay stuck in these things. So let's get into it. First thing, I want you to replace the ineffective things with the effective things. And you're like, what does that mean, Liz? (laughs) I know, very generic speaking, but I want you to think about that. Replacing things doesn't add time to your schedule. When you're replacing something, you're just taking one thing out and putting something else in its place. There's no time added to what you need to do. So this is like, if you can't do anything else, girl, do this, okay? For example, I'm gonna give you a few examples here so you can apply this. And maybe one of these examples is like, oh, that's what I need to do right there. Okay, so first one. If you're spending a lot of time watching TV, and I know, um, like I have shows that I love to watch. I watch a couple shows every single week, and you know what? I enjoy it, but I'm not going to sacrifice my ability to move and work out for sitting in front of the TV. So if you're spending, you know, if you're watching a handful of different shows on Netflix, or you find yourself like binge watching a couple different whatevers, uh, what are they called, series, I want you to replace some of that time with movement taking out a couple episodes and honestly one, I mean, y'all on Netflix, an episode is like what, 40 something minutes. That's an awesome workout. That's an awesome walk. That's an awesome run. That's an awesome class at a gym. I mean, there's so many things that you can do in that span of time that you could get in just replacing one episode, one show. And if that's your quality time with your husband, fine. But if you have any of that other time that you could replace, maybe it's scrolling your phone. Maybe it's just like laying in your bed an extra 30 minutes when really you could just get up. What can you replace with movement? The next thing is food swaps. So we talked about the fitness side. Let's talk about nutrition here because these are two of the main pillars when it comes to your health next to routine, but we're not going to talk about that right now. We're talking about fitness and nutrition. What can you swap with food? I want you to think about lunch. What are you eating at lunch? Maybe you're just like grabbing random snacks, a couple of granola bars and some cereal. Okay, that's a ton of carbohydrates. There's really no protein in any of that and really no healthy fats either. Maybe some milk, I don't know. But whatever it is, 
I want you to think, okay, what can I swap here so I can get a balance of macronutrients so I can have something that's actually a meal. So I can have something that makes me feel good about what I'm eating. I'm getting some vegetables. I'm getting some protein, you know, vegetables filled with fiber. I'm getting these things that are going to help balance my energy levels later in the day and actually fuel my body. What can you replace at lunch? What can you replace at dinner? Maybe it's instead of making mashed potatoes, you can make green beans, you know, like switching the type of, the type of plant that you're putting there so you can get more nutrient dense stuff in and same with snacks it's really really easy to reach for processed foods because they're easy and we are wired for ease unfortunately but that is the fallen world we live in we just want it easy we want it quick and when you're thinking about snacks those processed foods are it those are ones that you're going to want to reach for especially as a mom when you don't have time for yourself grab what's easy grab what's quick well guess what fruit doesn't need preparation. There's a handful of vegetables you can eat raw. There's tons of awesome snacks that give you a balance. You could do some fruit and nuts. You could do some string cheese with, you know, deli meat. I mean, there's so many different combinations you can look for that are not as processed as the stuff in your pantry. Like open your fridge for snacks instead of opening your pantry. Simple swap. So, so, so simple. And, you know, just if you're at the grocery store, you could even start the swap at the grocery store, stop buying junk and start buying produce. That doesn't take extra time. It just takes a choice. Another way, this is the first way. I want you to replace the ineffective, whether it's in fitness or nutrition with the effective. You see Cal come rumbling up here. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Told you it's crazy town up in here, but I'm figuring it out. <laughs> the second thing you can do is include your kids, so ironic, right? That he just came screaming up here. Include your kids in what it is you're doing. You're not taking any time away from them if you're bringing them into the fold with you, if you're bringing them into the activity with you. Now, this will not look ideal, most likely, but it's better than not doing it at all because you're being this perfectionist procrastinator. Okay, you can't expect your workout to be absolutely perfect, for you to have no interruptions, for you to get the best sweat ever, because your kid's not with you. Like, and your kid being with you, you expect this level of perfection. That's not going to happen. Like, you're going to have to, you're going to have to stop. You're probably going to have to get a longer break than you wanted because your kid's running around or your kid's trying to do something and they may get hurt. I mean, I've got two boys. I get it. They are all over the place and they love to get themselves into trouble and into danger. And I have to stop and make sure they're good. That's, that's the reality, but it's so much better for you to actually move your body and have them present for it. I mean, it's good for them too, man, but it's so much better for you to do that and spend that time than to not do it at all because you want it to be perfect. Okay. Am I speaking truth to someone? I hope so. Let go of that need for perfection. Okay. I'm only calling you out because I can be the same way. I hate it when a workout doesn't feel like it was the best workout ever because I had 5 million interruptions and just, it just wasn't ideal. That's frustrating. I get it. But you cannot just not do it at all. Include your kids. And I also want to speak to the mom who feels like it's selfish to spend that time on herself. It's not. It is not selfish to spend some time moving your body. Not taking care of your physical health is what's selfish, right? Down the road when you can't chase after them, you know, in the backyard, on the playground, because you just physically aren't able to because you just didn't move your body because you felt it was selfish for so many months. Let that sink in. If you have that mental block of feeling like it's selfish, let go of that. It's really not. 
it's really not. And it's going to do them so much good if you do end up bringing them into the fold, letting them be there when you're moving, for them to see you doing that. It's so good for them. It is so good. And if the thought of including your kids is that mental block that you're dealing with, I just want you to think about brick by brick chiseling that mental block away. And the only way to do that, the only way to chisel that away is by one choice at a time, one day at a time, one workout at a time, letting your kids be present for it, including them, and letting go of the need for a perfect workout and just doing it. That's the only way you can get rid of that mental block is by one choice at a time doing it. Now, the third thing. So the first thing was replace the ineffective with the effective. The second was include your kids. If you feel like you have no time for yourself or you're the last on the list of priorities, those are two very simple things you can do. And the third is more tangible. It includes pen and paper for my people that like to really reflect and analyze numbers. I want you to do an honest time audit. Because many times we overestimate the amount of time it takes to do things that really don't take that much time. And we can also spend more time than we realize on things that don't matter, like your phone, um, without realizing it. So what does a time audit look like? What does this mean, Liz? How the heck do you do it? Let's talk about it real quick. You get a blank sheet of paper, a journal, whatever, your grocery list thing that you use. Awesome. Mine's on the fridge. It's glorious. You can use whatever you want. Just get some paper out. And I want you to track your time and activities throughout the day. Super simple. So when you wake up in the morning, you write the time you woke up and that you peed and put clothes on. Like pajama. I put pajamas on in the morning. I put pajama pants on and I put on a sweatshirt. (laughs) 6 a.m. I like to drink some caffeine line up the podcast episodes I might listen to throughout the day, do a quick social media check, 6.30 in the morning, work out for 30 minutes, 7 a.m., do the kids shuffle, you know, get them up, change the pull-ups and diapers, give them breakfast, 7.45, I can get myself dressed finally and ready for the day, which basically means put on some athleisure and, you know, put dry shampoo in my hair, 7.50, scroll for 10 minutes while the kids watch TV, 8.45, etc. And that's not necessarily my day, but you're just like timestamp, activity or doing. Timestamp, activity or doing. And at the end of the day, what you can do is say, okay, how much time did I spend on my phone? And there's also like fun apps on your phone that actually track that for you. I know they're not fun to look at, but that's another way you can get feedback on how you tracked your time throughout the day and what your phone is actually telling you you did. You can look at how much time present did I spend playing with my kids? How much time did I spend working out, doing things for myself? How much time, like reading a book, um, preparing my lunch, which those, that just takes like five minutes, right? We don't have to make these fancy meals. And ideally, you do a time audit for two days so you can get a better picture of how you spend your time. And what's funny is when you do this, you're going to like check yourself more often because <laughs> you might be like, wow, I've been scrolling my phone for a while and I'm going to have to write this down. So I'm going to get off. <laughs> and that's going back to you tend to underestimate how much time you actually spend doing meaningless tasks. And it's just a really good way to give yourself self accountability and adjust from there. After you do your time audit, you can total up times you do different types of things. You can give yourself feedback and self-honesty is really important in this. And we really will dive into self-honesty and something I'm offering coming up this winter. I'm so excited about it, but we'll really dive into the process of practicing self-honesty, how to 
reflect on where you're at right now, why you're there and where you want to be down the road and kind of how to gap cross that bridge of that gap of that divide. And when you can practice that self-honesty after this time audit, you're going to be able to make change that much better. You're going to be that much more confident to make change. Now, before I sign off of this episode, I want to give you a little bonus for what to do when you don't feel like you can prioritize yourself. You don't have the time. Maybe you're in a season that you need to shift around your priorities. And I'm speaking about this because I just walked it. I'm still kind of walking through this season. And I'm not talking about taking care of your kids or your home. Like I'm not talking about lowering those priorities. Those are always, once we come, become moms, that selflessness really does come to the forefront. And we do have to prioritize our kids, taking care of our home, making sure that those things are in order. But for me personally, so my entire month after moving, <laughs> my top priority went from what it had been for years and my like number one, I'm, what I'm saying, I'm not like listing these in level of priority, but always in like the top three was just having optimal physical health, being in a good state of health. And that looked like being in a good routine. It looked like pretty intense workouts a couple of days a week, resting really well, fueling my body super intentionally. And I was really good about that very consistently over the course of years. Now that fell down quite a bit. At that the whole month after moving, because my top priority went from that, one of, one of my top priorities went from having top optimal physical health to helping my family transition and settle here in Alabama. It was a cross-country move to a new place where we don't know anyone, and that's a huge transition. And I knew that it would be, but I also knew the season wouldn't be forever. So when we were heading into this season, when we started packing, like organizing things, packing things up, I sat down like just one evening for maybe like 10 minutes and just kind of went, okay, what's this going to look like? What are my workouts going to look like? How is my routine going to be? How much am I going to be able to work and pour into this podcast and my clients? What's my availability going to look like when it comes to starting point sessions? I had to really sit down and say, how do I want to feel like I'm showing up for my family? What do I need to focus on? Where is a lot of my time going to go? And how is that going to reflect on and impact my ability to prioritize myself and my own needs in my own calling? Because it's not all about us all the time, and it shouldn't be. And I think a lot of worldly resources can make it sound like, oh, do you and make it about you and, you know, go get yours. When really we have to, in different seasons, be responsive to the needs of others, be responsive to what's changing. I think it's cool that it kind of happened as we were transitioning to fall because that's a change of season and I was in a season change. So after spending that time thinking about that, I knew I had to put the normal six workouts a week on the way back burner until I feel like we had settled and had boxes unpacked. We're kind of in a routine as a family. You know, Casey and mine's communication were solid about our day-to-day. He was kind of in a routine with work. I knew I had to wait until all of that was in place to start reprioritizing my own routine and my own health and my, well, not my health in general, but my ability to work out intensely the way I like to. I just had to shift those. And the fact that I sat down and spent some time thinking about it and making a choice ahead of time. I like to call that your pre-decision. We did that with this month's consistency challenge. All the mamas that are participating pre-decided back in October what they were going to define as treats because we're doing no treat November. 
and they're just following through on what they decided on beforehand, a pre-decision. And I had made that pre-decision to put my desire to work out at a certain level in a certain capacity on the back burner for a season until I was able to put that back on the forefront again, like I enjoy. Sometimes we have to reevaluate where our mental focus, where our energy, our physical energy is going. And that's what I did. And maybe that's the season that you're in because you're just in a different season. And there's so many different ones moving, obviously, uh, buying a house, anything that is like adding a new baby to your family, uh, holidays, which are coming up on. These are all season shifts that it's really good to just sit down for a few minutes and say, how do I want to be feeling right now when I show up for my family? What does that look like? Does it need to change a little bit? And that will help give you that peace, ability to give yourself grace when you're not showing up the way you used to be. So maybe you're just in a different season and you need to rethink and shift around your priorities a little bit so you can be more at peace with how you're showing up. So let's recap those three ways. The first one is replace the ineffective things with the effective things. There's ways to do this with your time when it comes to your fitness. And there's ways to do this with food that are just simple swaps. The second thing you can do if you feel like you have no time or ability to prioritize yourself, especially when it comes to working out, is include your kids in the activity. Bring them into the fold. And the third thing you can do, if this is how you're feeling, is do an honest time audit, ideally for two days, and then practice that self-honesty and saying, okay, how am I spending my time? And does this align with how I want to be showing up right now? And if it doesn't, make the change. That's all on you, but you're capable of it. So pick which one it is. Which one way can you start prioritizing yourself literally today? You can start this today. I don't care if it's Thursday. You can start it today. It just takes a choice. With each of these, time is not a factor. So do you need to replace something? Do you need to include your kids? Or do you need to honestly evaluate how you're spending your time? Or is it that bonus thing? You need to figure out that you're in a weird season or a different season, and you just need to think about your priorities a little bit differently for a season. It's up to you. I want you to do something with what you learned today, or you don't have to, but you cannot stay stuck because you listened all the way through this episode and you are equipped now. So if you do nothing about it, that is a choice. If you do do something about it, if you feel like you're in a season that you cannot prioritize yourself, you have no time, you are equipped now to do something about it. All three of these things do not take extra time. You can do it over the next 24 hours. Start implementing. This is the tough of mom coming out because I care about you too much for you to stay stuck. And that's why I did this episode. So pick one of the ways. You can either replace the ineffective with the effective. You can start including your kids or you can do a time audit and see where you're honestly spending your time and get to work making those changes. I want you to do something. Do something if you're feeling this way because you are equipped and you are capable. Go get after it. Before you go, Thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review letting me know how this show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.